One of the news stories I was listening to, top of the hour news, was uh, tricks going back to their original color. I was just looked this up, too. Um, the unnatural colors yeah. ever seen in nature? Yeah, so apparently uh, under pressure to get rid of as many chemicals as possible. So they're not, no, no longer that bright, neon, nothing-in-nature-looking color, and I'm mm. going back to kind of a... Yeah, there needs to be more of that. Food does not need to be unnormally, abnormally colored. I don't like that. We're going to uh, postpone Clips of the Week for just a couple of moments because we have a uh, very special guest. Whenever I hear Gordon Chang speaking on uh, issues in Asia, my ears perk up. Mr. Chang is the author of Nuclear Showdown, North Korea Takes on the World, his excellent book of a, a handful of years ago, The Coming Collapse of China. He writes for Forbes, The Daily Beast, uh, blogs at World Affairs Journal. Uh, Gordon Chang joins us now. Uh, Mr. Chang, how are you, sir? I'm very fine, and thank you so much. Oh, it's it's our pleasure. It truly is. I heard some of the things you had to say yesterday on Brett Bear's show about the uh, the recent moves against North Korea, China's apparent willingness to go along with banking sec- uh, sanctions. They've since contradicted that. Can you give the folks an idea of where we are now in trying to pressure North Korea? Well, we're using the follow the money rationale. And indeed, uh, Treasury Secretary Mnuchin is going to go hard after Chinese banks, after anybody else who does business with the North Koreans. That's the part of the executive order President Trump issued yesterday. And Secretary Mnuchin is going to have designations of guilty parties as well as his own rulemaking. So we're going to see a concerted effort against people who um, work with North Korea. So how optimistic are you that the Chinese are going to follow through? Um, it's not so much that the Chinese want to follow through. They, of course, don't, don't want to. But they will if the Trump administration imposes costs on them or threatens to. So it's really going to be an issue of how vigorous the enforcement will be on our part. We know that the Treasury staff was really shorthanded, even in enforcing the rules that were in place a couple days ago. Now they're completely swamped because these rules are much more sweeping in their scope. And so therefore, there's going to be a lot more to do. And I hope that the Trump administration, um, with some emergency funding, uh, really ramps up the uh, increases the staff at uh, Treasury. Is it hmm. possible to figure out if uh, Chinese banks are, are engaging in transactions with the North Koreans? Um, we can find out eventually. And the reason is that for every transaction in dollars, other than in cash, they leave a footprint, a fingerprint in New York because every dollar clears in New York. And there's only in the whole world, in the whole world. That's amazing. Well, it is amazing, and it means that the United States, um, you know, the dominant currency in the world, more than half of the transactions in value in the world are conducted in dollars. And so that gives us enormous leverage, especially if we go work with our partners, the Europeans, the uh, British, and the Japanese, because those three currencies, the euro, the pound, and the yen, make up the bulk of the uh, remaining transactions. Mm. So that gives, you know, the four of us, an amazing power over the Chinese and the North Koreans. I want to get to enforcement mechanisms in just a moment, but is it even possible for a Chinese conglomerate of any significance to do business without trafficking in dollars? 
Well, they can traffic in gold, um, and we saw some of this um, where the Chinese and the Iranians were working in uh, with gold. Um, that we can't track, or very difficult for us to do so. Uh, the Chinese would like to use their currency, the renminbi, um, because we don't control that. Um, but that's a sort of hard, because renminbi transactions, for instance, constitute maybe 2% of the world's deals done in you know currency. So that gives us, you know, they're 2%, we're 52%. Interesting. Uh, Gordon Chang is online, author, columnist, uh, writer. You ought to be familiar with it if you like this sort of stuff. Uh, so what can we do to pressure the Chinese to actually live up to what may or may not be their commitments? Well, for instance, if we see that um, a big Chinese bank has actually, in fact, been dealing with the North Koreans, um, what we could do is deny it access to dollars. Um, that's essentially a death sentence for an international bank, which means they can't do transactions in dollars anywhere in the world, not just in the United States. And indeed, it also cripples um, their business inside of China because some of that business is done with the greenback. That gives us enormous leverage in order to push the Chinese in a much better direction. Um, we know that Bank of China, one of China's big four banks, was involved in money laundering for the North Korea. That comes out of a 2016 U.N. report. And we also think that some of the larger Chinese banks um, are, have also been involved in money laundering. And you've got to remember, Bank of China is bank, uh, the fourth biggest in the world, but there are larger Chinese banks that have also been involved in this. So this is a important time for the Treasury to monitor all of these dollar transactions that have been running through Chinese banks. But if if we caught them continuing to launder money for the North Koreans and and the Trump administration brought down the you don't get to use dollars hammer, I mean, that's that's punching China in the face, isn't it? That's pretty provocative. Well, yes, it is. But we've got to enforce our own law. Yeah. Um, And also because, you know, we cannot permit um, the Chinese to help the North Koreans, for instance, to procure items for its ballistic missile and nuclear weapons programs. And we can't allow the Chinese banks to facilitate trade between China and, let's say, Iran, because we know that the Chinese sell the Iranians missiles. They also sell the nuclear weapons technology. And um, the the North Koreans sell chemical weapons to the Syrians. So every time you see a picture of gassed uh, Syrian children, think North Korea and probably think Iran, because the Iranians have probably been paying for those weapons because the Syrians don't really have the cash. Wow. That's interesting. So when George Bush dropped that axis of evil, North Korea, Iraq, and Iran, I think a lot of us at that time thought, how, how do these fit together? But you just spelled out at least the Iran-North Korea part of it. Sure. Um, and, and North Korea had uh, relations with Iraq. And North Korea also has relations with terrorist groups. It sells weapons to, for instance, Hezbollah, which means we do not want Hezbollah to be a nuclear weapons state, which really puts a premium on stopping these transactions between North Korea and the rest of the world. I think it's interesting. You, you, you At least if I understood it right, that it, you said it's a manpower issue. So if every transaction goes through New York, you just need enough people to be able to monitor them. That's not something computers can do. Well, I'm sure computers can do some of it, um, but, you know, we've got to make sure, uh, you know, because the North Koreans change their front companies all the time. So although computers can tell you, you know, where the two parties to a transaction, you know, you can't tell whether that party and one of those parties is, for instance, a front company for North Korea. We've got to track this down. And that, you know, requires people. 
Wow, so you just have to have enough human beings that can look into all this stuff. Well, and it's a financial technical war to prevent the uh, the actual shooting war. Uh, Gordon Chang on the line. How optimistic are you that this remains a diplomatic financial matter um, and doesn't uh, actually turn into violence? Well, I was not very optimistic uh, two days ago, but I'm much more optimistic now because these rules um, in Trump's executive order are indeed um, stringent. And if they are enforced, and I think that they probably will be, then we can go a long way to disarming the North Koreans. Because, you know, without money, North Korea, despite its determination, can't build missiles, can't build nukes. And one other thing that's important, and that is Kim Jong-un, the ruler of North Korea, cannot keep the loyalty of his regime elements because he buys their loyalty with so-called gift politics, giving them Mercedes, giving them luxury items. And so we need to cut off the flow of money to the Kim regime so it can no longer keep the loyalty of those people that count most in keeping the regime in place. If any American politicians are listening, I am susceptible to gift politics, if you'd like to give it a try. Hey, uh, we got this about an hour 20 ago. Uh... Mr. Chang, a Chinese foreign ministry spokesman, said U.S. President Donald Trump's announcement that Beijing ordered Chinese banks to stop dealing with North Korea is, quote, not consistent with the facts, but gave no indication what steps China is taking. Uh, What do you make of that? Well, the Chinese do not like to be humiliated in public. And, you know, you people do. (laughs) Well, especially the Chinese, because Xi Jinping, the Chinese ruler, is especially... um, arrogant and uh, boastful. And so I think that what we're going to see is the Chinese pushing back. They're saying, oh, no, we did this on our own. Well, I don't care, um, you know, what they say as long as they do enforce the new U.S. rules. So this is going to be an issue not so much of public face, but what the Chinese in fact do. And I think that what the Chinese will do will be dependent almost entirely on how much pressure and how much vigilance, you know, we see from the Treasury Department. Gordon Chang is the author of Nuclear Showdown, North Korea Takes on the World, also the Coming Collapse of China. Uh, Mr. Chang, really a pleasure. We know how busy you are. Thanks a million. Well, thank you so much. Good to talk to you. Thank you. I could have talked to him a lot longer. For instance, I'd like to get into the whole, why didn't we get this serious before? All the other times I've been told, these are the toughest sanctions in the history of the world. How come we didn't ever get this serious before and let him get this far down the road that they already have an H-bomb and missiles that can hit the United States? Is that a Trump thing, or is it just t- it took them to actually get the stuff before we had the balls to push China? I think you're right on both counts. It's a Trump thing also. Desperate times call for def- desperate measures. And, you know, the the metaphor arm twisting, it gets thrown around a lot. You but ever had your arm twisted? It doesn't feel good. No, it hurts, and it makes you really mad at the guy twisting it. And for fairly obvious reasons, we've resisted actually twisting China's arm. <laughs> um uh, and but now I think the the perception is unless we want to fathead to have a a, a a hydrogen bomb that he may well sell to Hezbollah or, or ISIS or whomever else or just use himself. If China squeals and gets angry at us, well, that's just the way it is. Well, I do, yeah, and I don't understand why we didn't do it before, but we didn't. But the, the, people continuing I'm to, to say, avoid it. People continuing to say, but this, you know, this is a pretty, pretty aggressive move to China. They could get mad. Well, you know what should make us mad? You supporting a country that claims it wants to obliterate us. That right. makes us mad. Yeah. So now we're both mad. Right. So what? Too, we're too deferential for too long. I agree. Too professorial. 
too oh, too much faith in the UN and uh, pressure. No, no. Countries always operate in their own best interest. Always, always, always. And then to put a, a little button on this, as I started on a completely different topic, I had it completely backwards. So tricks tried the natural colors. Didn't <sighs> work. People didn't like them. They're bringing back the unnatural <clears throat> glowing colors. Yes. <laughs> because that's what people want to shove in their mouth. The nuclear fallout colors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, th- this can't be good for me. But I'm going to eat it, colors. Are coming back to tricks. We have clips of the week coming up in just a moment. Looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. So we uh, highlight some clips throughout the entire week of Radio. Super. It's next on the Armstrong and Getty Show. So is the iPhone 8 actually out today? Is the phone actually out today or just ordered today? I saw a story about lines and how the lines aren't very long, and the i the, nobody cares about the iPhone eight. I've seen that headline line a couple places. If anybody's going to get a new phone, they want the ten. They want to be able to you know show it off, blah blah blah. But nobody cares about the eight. Hmm. I just wondered because my wife's phone has gone south, and oh really? The Cupertino death ray has hit it. Ah, it's yeah. just unusable, and uh, might you as well will get... no longer use the old phone. You will buy the new phone. Might as well get the eight if that's the case. I believe it's the UK release date. I don't think in America it's out for a little longer. So the lines are short there. Yeah. We'll call it a Q over there. What's all? <laughs> what's all this then? <laughs> yeah, if you're going to drop eight hundred bucks or whatever, why not wait a couple of months, get the ten, show off to your friends? Because it's two hundred dollars. Yeah, but the, the 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 ten has a whole bunch of new features. The eight just is a mild upgrade. Mm, new features. Mm. Dismissive tone. Dismissive what, tone. Whatever happened to the simple pleasures of life? Huh? Actually, actually, I got something on that in a second. Do Stay you? tuned. Stay tuned for the simple pleasures of life. I will. Right now, though, let's take a fond look back at the week that was. It's Cal Clips of the Week. Now I'm going to read this teleprompter. Please forgive me. Shout out to D.C. public schools. Here we go. You say, what did you say? You believe in the First Amendment and BWBS? Boobs. Two things that have only never let me down in this entire country's history. The First Amendment and boobs. Uh, We have a guest coming up, I believe, to talk about Paul Manafort. Paul Manafort. We have pretty much exhausted all the things that we could do at the Security Council at this point. Perfectly happy kicking this over to General Mattis because he has plenty of military options. The best part of Armstrong and Getty is being reminded of our mortality. (laughs) And, Ed, wait a minute. Wait a minute. You just wait a minute. You just wait a minute. It's just not a natural thing we would do in our society to... Drop your trouser and <laughs> relieve yourself right there when you know there's people around. You're right. I don't even, I don't even like to hear the word orgy. Orgy, 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 orgy. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds awful. Like I said, there's probably a dude in socks, and I can't handle it. That cow was sad. Lawrence O'Donnell doesn't make cow? Oh, yeah, I realized that too late. Oh. Not Someone up. in that control room is out of control. Learning curve, not up to speed, etc. Sickly cow. Sickly. It's That's growth. Growth. Baby steps. That's our favorite line from Lawrence O'Donnell. Someone in the control room is out of control. Buzzing! Someone in that control room is out of control. Go! Take that! Kapow! <laughs> Find huh? out where this is going on. It's either there or there. Or out there somewhere. Where's the hammer? That's my favorite one. Who's got a hammer? <laughs> Sounds like me. Where's the hammer? I get to my toolbox. There's nothing there. Where's the hammer? Oh, sorry, honey. I 
So why does Asia and England and a bunch of other countries get the iPhone 8 before the country that invented it? Jack knows Asia isn't a country. Please don't write in. <laughs> why did they get the iPhone 8 before the country that invented it? What's the theory there? It's favoritism. It has to do with time zones? No. Because <laughs> the yen like is stronger very... against the pound than the dollar is against the drachma. <laughs> or is it like test marketing? I don't know. Anyway, lines That's in the... it. They unleash it on the foreigners. And then when it turns out there's a couple of kinks need to get unkinked, they fix it, then give it to America. And then when they see the short lines in Asia for the eight, they say, geez, foreigners don't even like it. We got a problem. Foreigners will buy anything. <laughs> so, uh... Been thinking about getting a chin tuck. Like the uh, plastic surgery? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Thought that'd be a wacky thing to do. <laughs> to talk about on the air. Just, wacky? Just to do. Just a wacky thing to do. So you don't have like a double chin, you mean? No, I don't have a double chin. But uh, to uh, to to get men an old man chin. Like walking... Old man neck. Whatever you call that. Oh. So is that what that's called? I don't, I don't even know. know. I'm the not turkey waddle. Uh, walking around with a hat with a propeller on it is wacky. <laughs> You do have a double chin, by the way. You always go like that when we take pictures. You got to stick your neck out, turtleneck. I don't care. And then tilt it slightly and open your eyes like that. Yeah, like a curious turtle. That's what you want to go for. <laughs> right, the curious turtle. Well, what do they call the old person neck then when they do that? What do they call that? I thought that was a chin tuck. It may be. I don't know. I think that's what that is. Okay. I just think it'd be wacky. We've had it offered to us a number of times, oh, yeah. like us endorse someone like that. Yeah. Holding out for the calf implants. God, is that the, there was one wacky one that got pushed our way one time. Oh, uh, somebody that wanted to, me to do um, hair plugs. Oh, right. which I really didn't want to do. <laughs> right. Oh man, I I why I told him yes. I signed the contract and everything. That'd have been great. I really didn't want to do that. Yeah. I don't know. Just thought it'd be a wacky thing to do. You know, it's um, uh, we it's, it's the whole uh, what do they call it the. Uh, the mom something or other that, you know, you had multiple babies, et cetera. You know, it changes your body. You get the little tuck here, the little nip there. You know, it's, a, uh, it's, it's been discussed in, in, in my home, but, you know, it's surgery. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, didn't go there. We're, no, don't go there. We mm-hmm. didn't go there. Plus, with the various super bugs that are becoming more and more prominent, I'm more and more afraid of getting cut on, you know? Yeah, there Too really, many infections. There really isn't such a thing as minor surgery. There's surgeries that, that are easier to do than others, but all surgery is major in some way sure, or another. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Don't try to talk me out of it. Because of the MRSA. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. It's your neck. I think it'd be exciting. I will I think, mock you unmercifully. Oh, I know. I just think the <laughs> amount of mockery that would come my, my way in social media yes. before and after pictures, I just think yes. it could be huge. I'd, I'd start calling you necklace. It's so not me. Oh, you know, that, that I'd like to get head reduction surgery. <laughs> You want your head to be smaller? <laughs> yeah, because I, I have know. such an Wait. enormous head. I don't know about the shaving down the size of the head process. That sounds like more than minor surgery. Well, I can't even, I can't buy hats, as you know. Mm-hmm. I can't buy hats, you know, where normal people shop. I have to go for, like, circus freak slash college mascot hats. <laughs> speaking, of, speaking of surgery, all right, stop sending us the story about the big-boobed Playboy model who was jogging and almost got knocked unconscious by one of her boobs. Number one, I don't believe it. Number two, if you believe it, you're silly. It's all... Please. 
She's talking about, oh, yes, they, I mean, they've my big breasts have always been good to me and blah, blah, blah. But I was working out. I'm really into working out. Sometimes they pop out and I got hit in the chin and almost knocked me unconscious. And I'm taking I'm taking a vote of my fans whether I should get my boobs reduced or not. Come on, people. Come on. Let around by your nose, by boobs. By the way, nice job by everyone on the staff for looking into the question on is the iPhone 8 out today? Because we got a bunch of texts from people who got the iPhone 8 today or getting the iPhone 8 today. So apparently it is available in the United States today. There you go. And people are really loving it. They said it's a huge upgrade from uh, the 6, this person says, in terms of how fast and cool. Internet, you have failed me for the last time. (laughs) (laughs) It's the last time I use the Internet. Speaking of the Internet. Gobbler reduction is called a chin tuck. Chin tuck. Mm-hmm. Here is uh, one of the comments to the large-breasted uh, young woman. She doesn't want to upset her fans, but my boobs are just too big for me right now. So tell me what you think. Twitter user Johnny7. I am not in favor of the government tattooing people who should not ever be listened to. But it would be good to know in advance, oh, this is a moron. So you wouldn't have to pay attention to them. That would be handy. I mean... Everybody had like a red dot on their head. Oh, moron. Okay, go ahead and talk. I'm not paying any attention. And it wouldn't have to be like alphas through epsilons or anything. We don't have to go, you know, totally brave new world. But just like an over-under, a pass-fail. Some scarlet M's. Right. Class A, moron. But Twitter user Johnny7, who will be tattooed with an M, said... Jenna Bentley wants breast reduction op? No way, please don't. You're amazing. No one wears big boobs like you. Good Lord. (laughs) Good Lord. You tell me. You defend the fact that he has the vote. Defend that to me. Based on any philosophy, political, religious, anything, he should not have the vote. Yeah. He shouldn't be allowed to drive. (laughs) Yeah, that's just, yeah. Wear boobs. <laughs> Brian Seattle 89 wrote, This needs to go to the top. Trump, get your pen out and sign exec order banning JB getting smaller breasts. <laughs> I'm anti the government getting involved in this. <laughs> oh, jeez. Way to swing libertarian. You're finally coming our way, Sean. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Yeah. My, what was that? What was the line we heard the other day? My eyes are up here. Yes, but your boobs are down there. <laughs> Childish and inappropriate. What's coming up in your news, Marshall Phillips? Well, Trump's Twitter blasts continue this morning. Rand Paul and Facebook is latest targets. You got a basic income project starting up in California aimed at buffering the effects on humans caused by artificial intelligence. And boy, I'll tell you, when you get home, wash your towels. Wash them often. Stories coming up minutes from now. Armstrong and Kenny. I just know... You're going to drop an FM on us. I know you are. <laughs> oh, I'll boy. bet anybody 10 bucks we're going to hear an FM. This What's next an news? FM bomb? Stay tuned for that. Plus, reminds me of the My Eyes Are Up Here thing. I saw a T-shirt I am absolutely going to buy and wear. I will reveal that as well. Coming up. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Hey, we just heard some props from those of you who follow the Armstrong and Getty Facebook page. Your funny, funny comments. Huh? Entertaining for everyone. Fabulous. You should visit the Armstrong and Getty Facebook page daily. Maybe five times a day. Hmm. Maybe after every meal. Or something. 
Uh, let's get the news now with Marsha Phillips. Well, America's state Medicaid directors have come out and say the Republican health care bill would be a major financial hardship for all the states. The bill would end the Obamacare Medicaid expansion and health insurance subsidies. That would start in 2020. They'd be replaced with grants to the states, but those grants would end after 2026. Now, as far as support for the GOP bill goes, President Trump was tweeting this morning that, quote, Rand Paul or whoever votes against the health care bill will forever, future political campaigns, be known as the Republican who saved Obamacare. Paul, I'm just so worn out by all this. You know, they're, 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 you're going to cut $28 billion from blah, blah, blah. From a completely unsustainable program that is piling up trillions of dollars in debt. Quit acting like you're being stolen from. We have to come up with an idea that we can pay for. And we haven't talked about this new plan much, but right. part of that is because um, these things change so much. So right. if we got into the weeds on this today, well, by this afternoon, something will have changed. Right. They will have taken out a major portion or put in a major portion or whatever to try to get whatever votes they're going to get. And uh, the interesting one, this one, if it comes down to one vote, uh, John McCain's best friend, Lindsey Graham, is behind this bill. So would he go against his best friend? I don't know. In another round of early morning tweets, Trump expressed his contempt for Facebook's cooperation with congressional investigators. Trump tweeting the Russian hoax continues. Now it's ads on Facebook. What about the totally biased and dishonest media coverage in favor of crooked Hillary? Well, he is honestly butthurt by all this and unable to look past it. That's extraordinary. What yeah. an odd man. Thousand people may be getting $1,000 a month from a Silicon Valley group. Why Combinators announced their basic income project to see how people would change their behavior if they had an income supplement for five years. Boy, this is getting a lot of attention worldwide. Yes. This whole... We give you money, and it actually saves us money in the long run plan. Guaranteed basic income, yeah. Yeah, people are going to be chosen at random, uh, while a 1,000 individuals would get a 1,000 bucks a month. 2,000 would get $50 a month as part of a control group. I'm not quite sure how that plays out, why you got to give some people 50 bucks and just give people, you know, the $1,000 and see how that changes, as opposed to people who don't get any extra money. Well, the trouble with these amounts, and we say this all right. the time, and you might be tired of it, but... If you give somebody $1,000 a month in San Francisco, you can't live on that. But there are places in the country where you could. And you could then decide, is this enough of a life for me? Maybe I'll just keep doing it forever like this. I wonder if they've designed the study, though, to uh, give the money to people in uh, an area demographic group where that would make a significant difference. I would hope. Your towels are way dirtier than you think. Boy, I tell you, when you get home, go ahead and throw your towels into the wash. Will do. They are very gross. Towels offer the perfect... Get envi- ready for an FM, people. Here comes an FM bomb. Brace Tow- yourselves. Towels offer the perfect environment for bacteria and other germs to fester because they're damp, wet, warm, absorbent, typically hang in your dark bathroom. One study found 90% of bathroom towels were contaminated with... Fecal coliform bacteria. In- oh, FCB. That's an honorary FM. Fecal matter, everybody. <laughs> it's crap. It's Please crap. welcome to the Armstrong and Getty Show. It's crap. Fecal matter. 
an indication that the towels may have been contaminated, may have been, have been contaminated with the fecal matter of man or other animals. Sean, I once lived the lifestyle you live now, single man. Yeah. Alone in an apartment. How long will you go with a, 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 a towel between washings? I, well, I'm clean when I use it. Right. Um, hey, hey, you're not going to offend me. Yeah. Because no, I'm, I'm on your side, I'm thinking, on this argument. <laughs> Brace yourselves, everyone. If I wash them once a week, I'm pretty far ahead of schedule. Oh, wow, you're, you're, that's way very conscientious. you're way ahead of yeah, me. It's, way it's ahead of me. much more likely to be like two to three weeks. Oh, in yeah, I've gone months. Yeah. Months. 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 Is gross. Oh, absolutely. God, that's, that's freaking terrible. gross. Oh, it's, it's, you know what? It's I'm more. clean when I got out. It's more a giant, like, bag of your skin you're rubbing on your skin. Yeah, that's right. Skin oh, helps your skin. God. When it gets to a certain point, you give it a name. It greets you in the morning. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> I was going to say, put some electrodes to that thing. Probably wake up and start talking. After yeah. a while, it'll start that chipping is, in on rent. That is so gross. <laughs> I've heard about people like you, but I've never actually met one. <laughs> That's a wrap. That is your news. I'm Marshall Phillips. The Armstrong and Getty Show, the voice of the West. <laughs> Awesome. Like if I'm changing oil in my car, which, just kidding, I never do that. But and I and I were to wipe off my oily hands with a towel, yeah, I'd wash that right away. Sure. But, but yeah, yeah, after the shower, nah. My own clean skin, nah. It's like, an old, it's like hugging an old friend in the morning. Oh, or yeah, that's exactly what it is. God dang it. <laughs> Here comes the petering out oh, on the Armstrong and Getty show. arsenic, aluminum, selenium, and hydrogen, and oxygen, and nitrogen, and rhenium, and nickel, neodymium, neptunium, germanium, and iron, americium, ruthenium, uranium, europium, zirconium, lutetium, vanadium, and lanthanum, and osmium, and astatine, and radium, and gold, protactinium, and indium, and gallium, and iodine, and thorium, and thulium, and thallium. Zetrium, atrium, actinium, rubidium, and gallium, niobium, iridium. We're talking earlier on the show about the idea of how easy it is to learn lyrics to songs. I might know the lyrics to ten thousand songs. I don't know. It's it's a lot. It's a hell of a lot. And why didn't they put the periodic table to music? And I'd still remember that from from college. I'm not sure that one would have helped. I'm not sure that would have helped either. That's not not a catchy tune. No, no. So I'm going to buy this T-shirt. I uh, bought my daughter a couple of T-shirts for her birthday. She wanted some libertarian-type T-shirts. A little day off at school. Wanting to rep liberty and freedom in front of her snowflake classmates. So I got her a nice T-shirt, and I saw this one. I love it. Well, first, everybody's familiar with the the old saying, uh, give a man a fish, you'll eat for a day. Teach a man to fish, you'll eat for a lifetime. Which, of course, became give a man a fish, you'll eat for a day. Teach a man to fish, and he'll sit in a boat and drink beer all day. Hilarious. But this is the T-shirt I'm going to buy and wear. Teach a man to fish, and he'll eat for life. Give a man another man's fish, and he'll vote for you. Say it again. Give him another man's fish, and he'll vote for you. Mm. Mm. That's a good one. Mm. How about my favorite gruesome one that is funny while gruesome? Oh, I don't remember. Teach a man to make a fire, he'll be warm for an evening. Set a man on fire, he'll be warm the rest of his life. (laughs) That is great. It's dark. Barbaric! Uh. That is uh, that is uh, not amusing. <laughs> so did you? Why is everybody laughing then? <laughs> well, I'm not laughing. I'm not laughing. I'm having an allergic reaction. <laughs> South um, Park's back for a new season. They're very funny. <laughs> there you go. Did you say, have something you wanted to do? No, I can. I can uh, wait. I can. I got the memory of a ninety-year-old. Uh, it's because you're a dotard. Some <laughs> <laughs> says you. Someone made a fake Equifax site. 
then Equifax linked to it. Then the Libertarians sending this along. Fabulous, especially from the New York Times. But Nick Sweeting's a software engineer. He created an imitation of EquifaxSecurity2017.com. Equifax is misleading, by the way, page about the security breach that may have exposed 143 million of us to thieves and, and scumbags. A long Our time ago. Personal just... information. That's right, months ago, uh, which we didn't hear about till after they dumped their stock. But several posts from the company's Twitter account directed consumers to Mr. Sweeting's version, which is not Equifax Security 2017, but cleverly, securityequifax2017.com. And the company was so sloppy, it tweeted out links to the fake site wow. that this guy came up with. Wow. They're not trying real hard, are they? Fortunately, for the people who clicked, Mr. Sweeting's website was upfront about what it was. Um, and said, listen, to compliment, to enroll in the actual thing, click here. But uh, a headline in large text differed. It said, Sobrich security incident and important consumer information, which is totally fake. Why did Equifax use domain that's so easily impersonated by phishing sites? And he says it is shockingly easy to uh, to imitate and fool people with Equifax's website and their tech and the rest of it. He says huh. it's, it's, it's pathetic. That's amazing. <clears throat> They, these people were entrusted with every bit of your information. He said, it took me 20 minutes to build my clone. I can guarantee there are real malicious phishing versions out there already. It's in everyone's interest to get Equifax to change the site to a reputable domain. I knew it would only cost me $10 to set up a site that would get people to notice, so I just did it. $10 in 20 minutes. And Equifax itself started sending people to it. That is the state of cybersecurity. That's amazing. <clears throat> a spokeshole for Equifax uh, said, We apologize for the confusion. Consumers should be aware of fake websites purporting to be operated by Equifax. Our dedicated website for consumers to learn more about the incident is blah, blah, blah. Please be cautious of visiting other websites like the ones we tweet you should go to, claiming to be operated by Equifax. Equifax and Wells Fargo need to get together and form one evil, evil company where they screw everyone. That is something. So uh, I'm hoping that getting hacked is such bad business for various corporations that they take it seriously just because of that. The PR is so damaging to them. I wonder. Because they should do it because they care about protecting your information, your money, etc., but that apparently isn't enough. No. No. In, in a world where you know X percent of the population, it's always a shocking number, doesn't know who the sitting vice president is. You know what percentage of people hear about these stories? I don't know. I don't know if it's enough to make a difference. Let's hear our guest announcer on a Friday. And now, final thoughts with Armstrong and Getty. Getty. I like the special effects. Yes, the production value. Off the charts, Mind-blowing. Some good stuff. Uh, Here's your host, Joe Getty. Oh, let's get a final thought from everybody. Positive, Sean, your final thought. Yeah, everybody, do your brain a favor. If you haven't been watching the Ken Burns Vietnam documentary, you got uh, this whole weekend to catch up on it. There's plenty more next week. but, uh, But, yeah, do your brain a favor. Catch up on it. It's great. 
Michelangelo, final thoughts? Uh, I'm not sure what to make of this, but apparently somebody has taken my headphone bag and filled it full of eggs. I'm assuming this is some sort of message, like leaving a fish or something. Eggs? Oh, oh, that's from Sam in the newsroom for me. Those are my eggs. Oh, okay. I thought somebody was sending me a message. Why are are they in your headphone bag? No, no, the message is the horse head in your bed at home. (laughs) Yeah, wait wait for it. Marshall Phillips, your final thought. Well, I bought a new pair of sleeping socks at Costco yesterday. (laughs) I'm going to be trying them out this weekend to see if they really do increase blood flow to my feet and help me sleep more soundly. I have a full report for you on Monday. Hmm. Now that is investigative journalism you can use. Now we got a lot of dotards on the staff. Jack, do you have a final thought, you dotard? Yeah, I'm uh, I'm wondering if little fathead is going to follow through with his threat of setting off an H-bomb under the ocean. Think there's a chance of that happening? If it does, wow, wow, we might have to come back into work if that happens over the weekend. My final thought is again, quoting little fathead, I will surely and definitely tame the mentally deranged U.S. dotard with fire. Anytime somebody displeases me, Maybe it's the pool guy. Maybe I'm at a store. They don't have the part they told me on the phone they have. I am going to shout at them. I will definitely tame you with fire. (laughs) (laughs) And see how they react. There you go. Perfectly reasonable. Would you like to speak to the manager? I will surely and definitely tame him with fire. Yes, please. That's Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. The week's over already. Oh, that's a shame. Dang it. So many people to thank. So little time. Go to armstrongandgettyradio.com. We got some clicks there for your contact info. Uh, if you have a story we ought to be, you see something we ought to be talking about, send it along through the website or email it to armstrongandgetty at yahoo.com. Yes, we still have a Yahoo account. Sorry. If you get one of those new iPhone 8s, tweet or text or something about it. I'd be interested in a real person review of it. Might get one. Follow us on the Twitter machine, the Instagram. We got to Instagram more. Yeah. We'll try. Picks. It's lots, all about the pics, the videos. Of, lots of pictures of my pug with his eyes bugging out. Oh, that. Lord. God bless America. Well, kids, that's all the time we have for today. I'd like to thank Sideshow Mel, Corporal Punishment, Tina Ballerina, oh, and from Mac Landing, Miss Donna Mills. Oh, she was a sport. We've had lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of fun. Now the time has come to go. If this still cop was found dead in his bed tomorrow, I'd be in heaven. Still doing this show. See you some other time. (laughs) Armstrong and Getty, the voice of the West.